0: guys welcome to extreme BPM. my name is Mark extreme we do this Tuesdays and Fridays that is Tuesday and Friday we get to talk to people that make the music and then we get into you know uh talking about the songs that we play in between the week Monday to Friday 1 to 2 p.m. East African time what we do is we dedicate that entire hour to people that uh, the in to the indie artists okay so we do that for the entire hour I don't even know how many places that do that but anyway uh, we, still, we we do that and dedicate that to in, uh, indie artists and uh, it's, been, it's been great you know it's been like almost a year now of doing that and uh, it's it's been great and interestingly i have a person who was featured on the show before okay she's all the way in japan and she's on the show right now her name is neon she welcome to the show how are you doing
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> how, how is Japan and how, how, is, how did the pandemic treat you guys?
1: Actually, I feel like we've had it so much better um, than a lot of places. Um, it's still, you know, we actually haven't had the vaccines yet and we're actually in another state of emergency right now. So now it's kind of getting worse. But for the last year, it's kind of been okay. Uh, Life has been somewhat normal compared to, you know, back home in the UK, which I know has just been absolutely crazy. So I feel really lucky, to be honest.
0: Yeah, and I think Europe had it rough and the US because even they predicted that Africa would get it worse. But we are good. People are out already. People don't have the vaccines yet. There are few that have had them, but people are out already and we're not having that many cases. Ever since the pandemic began, I think we only have, like in Uganda specifically, we only have about 42 cases, 42,000 cases.
1: Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah, we're really, really lucky. Really grateful.
0: Yeah, so how, how do you end up in Japan? You, you tell me how, you know, you, you were born in the UK, right?
1: Yes, yes. So I was born in the UK and I just kind of, um, you know, I studied music uh, all my life. I've just always been really passionate about um, singing and recording and playing the piano. And so I, uh, I finished my degree. Uh, in music and then I wanted a fresh start I had made an album uh, in like the six months that I had uh, in that space and so I just kind of threw myself at the opportunity to move to another country I didn't think it was going to be Japan I didn't think it was going to be as far as Japan (laughs) Um, but I'm really glad because I really love Japan and uh, specifically I'm in Tokyo now it's just such an amazing city so I was really grateful to be able to release my music here and um, kind of meet new people and experience this amazing culture. Mm.
0: So, how did you come to the decision to go to Japan? Then,
1: I think um, the trick is to just not uh, not think about it too much. So, I was um, I had the opportunity because of somebody else. Um, to go to Japan, it's a, it's a very long story, but I basically just got myself a job in like a week, uh, or oh no, sorry, like two weeks, and then I just booked my flight, and then I was like, okay, there's no going back. And um, when I got onto the airplane, I think that's when it really hit me. I was like, oh, okay, I'm actually doing this, and uh, I'm still here. <laughs> so.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I can't, I don't know, you know, even getting to have that thought in my head, I'm like, you know, you're moving straight. And you're leaving everything behind and going to a new country. You hadn't been to Japan before, right?
1: I went to Japan for two weeks uh, prior, ah. uh, maybe like a few months before. And I, I actually knew before I landed, I saw the, the mountains and I was like, this place is amazing already. And I, I had a feeling that I would want to be here.
0: Yeah. And then now having you had studied music in the UK, right? And you finished yes. and uh, you, there's that scene over there and how you grew up in the UK. Then you go to Japan, which is also a different scene. Mm-hmm. And then how how did this how did you make, how did you you know how are you trying to adapt to these two worlds and and uh, as you're making music
1: Yeah, it's um there's so many things to kind of think about regarding that, right? So you've got like the cultural difference which is huge, huge cultural difference. This language difference which is, you know, you walk outside and there's like hardly any English. I mean, I think there's a good amount like I've I've managed to survive yeah. thankfully but um, obviously completely different way of writing and sometimes it's been really tough I'm not gonna lie like it's not easy to do that but um, I think especially music has been kind of my anchor in that you know knowing that I have been influenced so much by the Japanese music recently and I've created some work that I'm really proud of it really helps me to kind of um, it sounds really cheesy, but it, you know it is very true that it kind of um, helps realize why you're doing it and kind of reconnect with your purpose. Mm.
0: And what, what is your purpose?
1: Um, I think my purpose, wow, that's a, that's a massive question. <laughs> um, I think my purpose is to uh, do music and hopefully connect with people through that and make them feel something. You know, whether it's good or bad or just, you know, make them feel like, um, I I think music is like, uh, I I say it a lot. It's this universal language that everyone can connect with. And I think if you can make music, then that's, you know, that's something that you're very lucky to be able to do.
0: Yeah. And uh... just embrace it. Yeah, that's. I think that's that's a good thing. You know, a good reason even to make music, even anything that you do in life. You know, the purpose usually behind it has to be very important for you to keep doing it Mm. because it can. Yeah, exactly. Because it can be frustrating sometimes, especially when it is music, because it's dependent on the reception of how other people perceive what you do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's really tough, isn't it? I mean, I, I'm i so lucky because I feel like I have such a great support network. And actually, during coronavirus, I've met so many people, now you included, yep, who I feel like, you know, connecting with people all over the world uh, just because... I can sing and uh, write songs. Like for me, that is so incredible. Um, so yeah, it's really, it's really nice to be able to connect with people because of what I do. Yeah,
0: yeah. that's that's amazing. So, uh, so wh- how would you describe what you do? Because you know, you you studied and mm-hmm. then you had influences of people that you like, and when you mm-hmm. have all these two things embedded in you, but you know, how would you how would you describe the music you make?
1: Mm, so, recently. Um, I have, I mean, I've always been very into pop music. I grew up actually studying classical music, uh, classical singing, and a lot of musical theater. So a lot of Broadway, West End musicals, that kind of thing. Um, And I really think that my music style now is very influenced by that, by that kind of euphoric kind of fun, um, very playful um, atmosphere, but obviously I, I love pop music as well, and I'm very into like making electronic music. Um, a lot of my pop l- pop influences are very heavily electronic, so I think I've kind of merged the two uh, to make this genre uh, electronic pop, J-pop. Like it, it changes, but right now that's kind of where I'm at.
0: Yeah, and and you do produce too, right? Yes Have you done all the work yourself Or you've worked with other people As you're making the music
1: Yeah so everything um, that I release Is done by myself um, Excluding um, a few things From a previous project But I, I write all the music myself um, I produce all the music myself The only thing I don't do Is I master uh, I don't master my, my really good friends And uh, basically family member Dave Draper He does that for me And um, yeah, occasionally um, I will have people come in And give me advice I'll send my music out to uh, people I trust And they will kind of give me advice um, To try and make it like the best it can Mm.
0: When the pandemic hit You know, all of us All of us were stuck with You know, you couldn't couldn't do anything You couldn't do any shows You couldn't perform You couldn't Mm. do anything So people had But you still had to keep making music Because you still have to keep a presence So uh, how do you how have you managed to transition into receiving feedback by waiting for comments and people that like and people that stream the number uh, the numbers big be- now the dsps are becoming like the dictators on whether something is good or not sometimes so you mm-hmm. how do you manage to you know keep saying and strike a balance in between taking in the feedback and knowing that okay this Sometimes there's the digital side of things and then there is when I perform live and there is a reception that is good for this.
1: Right, yeah. Two very completely different things, right? Um, Digitally, um, yeah, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to like kind of keep a level head, right? I think anyone who's on social media, like I personally constantly have my phone on airplane mode because I don't like being disturbed by it. Um, So I really, I definitely have had my struggle with um you know trying to have this separation of you know these are just numbers and this is my real life yep. kind of thing um but yeah from performing on stage, like I really miss it. I really, really miss it. But I've actually Neon Shi, this project um is very new, uh, like literally not even a year old. So um I still have a lot to experience with playing live. It's a completely new kind of chapter of my life. So I'm really excited to see what that will do, but I'm I'm not actually sure how that will be yet. Um so basically my whole life has uh, my whole life is this neon. She uh, project has been um, kind of shown through numbers and statistics, and uh, you know, hearing from people online. So I guess that's kind of all I know for this project. Um, but yeah, I, it's a very, it's a very difficult question. Like, how do you, how do you kind of stay? Level-headed and sane when you're just constantly judging numbers. Yeah. I, you know, I think maybe everyone struggles with that. And
0: and, mm. uh, and you know, it's very it's very difficult now because even now the people that dictate the numbers, some of them even, oh, who give you feedback on some of the music, might not even have an understanding of the music. It might be someone seated behind their computer and just writing things for the sake of it because probably they didn't. Because there are things that I've heard, like the way I choose music is I listen to stuff several times and see mm. if I can if I can pick something from it and whereas other people will play two seconds in and if it's not what they are used to they're like ah this is terrible and then they give feedback on that you know mm-hmm. and they yeah. don't they don't know how much that that impacts the people that make the music because artists you know you feel like you're giving part of yourself when you make music
1: for sure i mean it's it's hard though isn't it because you do have to kind of find the the border of what is constructive and what is actually not really worth thinking about. Because I I mean, I haven't really spoken about this much on uh, the, like as Neon She. but when I was uh, a lot younger, um, as you know, I did music for a lot of my life and a lot of people um, really judged me for it. I, I got quite bullied in school. And so I was, um, there was a lot of times where I was just very hurt about, um, you know, what people were saying about me but then you kind of I think in a way that kind of gives you a tough skin because now um, as an adult and kind of trying to you know uh, break into this industry with this new project people will say something um, that you don't like and that's that's always going to be the way but you have to think oh is this actually uh, sound advice or is this just someone being mean Um, and I think you kind of after a while you can really tell the difference and constructive criticism is really good and it helps you improve Um, so you should never just uh, take it that someone's being like I don't know you you understand what I'm trying to say right I feel like I'm kind of bothering a little bit
0: now. So. No, no, no. I, that's I, I think that's a sentiment for every artist, you know, especially when mm-hmm. you're when you're making music now during the pandemic, where you have to depend on feedback from people, and these mm-hmm. are people that you don't see because sometimes music, you know, is good when it's felt when you reali- realize how it impacts people when they listen to it. It's like it's it's like the same world I'm in, so I understand definitely what you're saying because I mm-hmm. do the radio. I'll go on the radio and do something, and you won't, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's a space of you won't hear from people, right? Yeah. But then, <laughs> but then when you when there is a mess up somewhere, that's when you hear people coming in, right?
1: Right, exactly. You can be perfect your whole life, but you make one mistake and then everyone wants to say something.
0: (laughs) And you're you're like, yo, I thought no one was listening to this, okay? I thought no one was, because I wasn't hearing anything when I was saying something that was, when I wasn't messing up at all. And that's, I think I've had even people that have, uh, you know, gone through Mm. the same thing as artists. And they're like, you know, I need to hear people say something about my music. I'm like, you know what? If you depend on what the reaction and what Mm. the people will say, you know, you'll get disappointed sometimes because you're mm. you're basically depending yeah, on someone else to satisfy what you're doing. Instead of mm. actually saying, okay, I've done this project, I'm confident in this, and I'm comfortable with, with what it is now. The feedback is dependent on the people that receive it. There are people that will like it, there are people mm. that won't like it. That shouldn't change how I feel about the project.
1: Exactly. And I think another huge thing, Mark, is actually that just because someone doesn't like your music that doesn't mean that someone else isn't going to like it. I, I, you know, my, the type of music that I make and the type of music that I'm about to release, I feel like is (laughs) for a very specific type of niche. Like it's very happy, it's very upbeat. Not everyone is going to love it. And I understand that. And, um, but the big thing is I really love it. And it's, I feel like I spent some of my life in like my last project, trying to kind of mold to maybe what people might like but not really thinking do I actually really love this music you know and that's that's what it should come down to because if you don't love it like what's the point in doing it yeah like people aren't gonna like it some people aren't gonna like it just because that's their preference but that's like that's okay because there are gonna be people who love it and those people will stick with you and those people will support you yeah those are the ones worth worrying about
0: yeah, that's what. That's a hundred percent. That's that. Mm. I think the what artists and people who are in the business that create uh, should do is focus on making yourself better. That's it. Because mm. the moment you keep trying to make yourself better, people always realize the growth. They start figuring out mm. the growth. Because like there is an artist that I just posted up yesterday on my on my Instagram. Some guy that is a new is he's, he's, he's a younger artist that has been on on the scene in Uganda like for about three four years, but he has been. Mm. Are competing with people that are way older than him and he's been at the top for that all that for the four years even mm-hmm. right now he still has a a hit song right now so when he came in because he was different he had a big voice and trying to sing and people were like what is that what is that and everyone would make fun of the voice and be like he says you know Mm. but he actually was very talented and knew how to use it so what he did he kept molding it into different styles and making it Mm. better and now everyone decided to everyone accepted him because clearly if he can if he can keep making these hits and people keep you know praising him for that it means that Mm -hmm. he's doing something right but if he had listen to people and what they were saying before saying this voice mm-hmm. is different no one knows this people won't support this you know he wouldn't go anywhere yeah. right
1: mm-hmm. and i yeah, feel I like understand.
0: and i feel like it's the same with the music you make because yeah. people will be like okay what this how does this sound? okay i'm not used <laughs> to this and then they are, uh, what
1: even is this yes yeah, so what <laughs> is this
0: but but you know getting to the pro you say the project neon share is almost an uh, a year old right Mm, so something what, like that so you know talk to me about the transition from what what before neon She, who was there
1: uh so before neon she was um, my real name, uh, but the kind of uh, the reason I started neon She was because uh, it kind of we, we kind of brushed upon it like trying to fit into a box of what I thought uh, I am as like a person as a musician, whoever so I just I wanted to create an outlet for myself where I could make music in any genre that I wanted I could be I could look however I wanted and I could perform however I wanted and I didn't have to think uh, oh no uh, you know are people gonna judge this based on my actual persona I mean I you know I'm very like who you're talking to now is me right but I'm the music that I create is just what I want to there's no kind of box. There's no border. So what I'm making now, I might decide to go into experimental jazz <laughs> next project. I, I probably won't do that, but <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, I wanted something that I can um, have no limit, yeah. right? So um, yeah, that, that was the transition realizing that I just felt very trapped. Um, so I wanted to create something where I could express things that I believed in. Without um
0: being prejudged into
1: this yeah, yeah, totally, so. Yeah, that was that was why uh,
0: mm. people don't have expectations already for, because it's a, new, a neon chase a new a new project and you can make it whatever mm-hmm. you want.
1: Yeah, totally. And I also I also wanted to like value my privacy a little more. Like having music as my real name, like that's fine. And I I really don't knock anyone who does that. Um, but for me, I just felt like my personal life and my music life—they were just so kind of merged. And I, I, really hated that. So I just wanted to have the separation, um, like the creativity, and then I can just, uh, you know, live my life. Because I actually live a very simple life. Like I don't, I like to go to bed early. I like to read books, you know. So it's very, uh, a very kind of, um, yeah, kind of different. Um, whereas when I perform, I feel like it's more. I just want to be really colorful and I want to have loads of, um, you know, funky things going on. So.
0: Oh, yeah yeah
1: it, wanted to create separation mm-hmm.
0: So that's that's the, that's the whole costume that's the whole what you're putting on right now the makeup the hair and all that yes <laughs> what, what is that inspired by?
1: Okay so I my original idea was to be like a kind of unicorn hybrid uh, thing because I, I love unicorns um, but then uh, that was just a little tricky to kind of uh, make. Uh, visually real, um, so I am inspired very much by uh, like Lady Gaga. Like when she first kind of came onto the scene, it was just so extravagant and so f- like free and wild. And I just I thought I wanted to make a really kawaii version of like lady gaga so like lady gaga meets j-pop kawaii uh culture yeah (laughs) (laughs) Mm.
0: yeah that's that's interesting i hope you won't come dressed in meat right
1: no actually i'm vegan so that would never happen
0: (laughs) exactly yeah and, and and then the you know i i, I checked out and, and realized that even i think it's even on your on your instagram that you're vegan and and you know i i i i'm vegan in my mind i'm not vegan yet in my in my ways of life yet but mm. but 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 i think it's i'm kind of like i have because i don't take dairy that much i don't actually mm. anymore at all and uh, i only eat, i probably have I probably beef only but even that is once in a while but,
1: oh, the poor cows.
0: But but you know the rest. I don't. I'm not like one. I don't. I don't need meat every time. But I'm like semi-vegan. Mm. So what was why did you decide to go vegan?
1: I was actually uh, I was raised vegan by my mother, and um, I I was vegetarian for a little while after I was kind of introduced to like uh, pizza, <laughs> and um, when I was 15, I believe I watched um, a documentary called Earthlings and um the best speech you'll ever hear which are two very um they're very hard hitting but they're very informative and uh even even now they're very relevant so i just kind of i watched these documentaries and i realized that um it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if you're eating dairy or eggs you're still contributing to the meat industry and i i really love animals um so i just I figured that was um, a change that was necessary if I wanted to kind of live by my own morals. Mm. So that's why.
0: Yeah, Mm. you're you're much better than me. I mean. (laughs) No,
1: no, not at all. I mean, you you say you say you have this mindset. Yeah. yeah. So the the only next step would be to, um, you know, go onto the internet, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah it's now what is remaining is acting what is in the mind right
1: yeah exactly exactly small steps small smack small oh words small steps make big uh outcomes what's that quote i I don't know what it is but something like that
0: Mm. yeah that's interesting so talk to me about this new project that you have that is coming out uh actually since this will come out when it's when it when it's out so talk to me ah. about this project that is out right now
1: yeah the new music right yes. so um i have been working so hard recently just like every day at my laptop making music whatever marketing and um on friday well it's out now i have released will be releasing a song called wrong boy's attention um <laughs> which i've actually had in my back catalog for like over a year um but I've just I've been really um, loving this new kind of J-pop genre and um, so this is the plan right I have three singles this is the first time I'm saying this Um, three singles and then my debut album coming out afterwards Um, and it's all it's all gonna be inspired by like my life in Japan and things that have happened and um, it's just a very fun and it it should be A great journey um, if I can make it happen the way that I want to. Mm.
0: So, Japan has the wrong boys. (laughs) Sorry? So, Japan has the (laughs) wrong boys I'm playing. Yeah. So you you t- the, the title of the of the song is wrong boys, right? Wrong boys attention. Mm. Why why this title? What happened? What what kind of bo- what kind of <laughs> oh. boys are in your life? <laughs> actually,
1: um, <laughs> this um, this song came about. I wasn't actually going to write a song about the situation, but it just kind of happened. Um, I was on Facebook, and I don't have Facebook anymore, but I ended up getting hit up by two people from my past different areas of my past but they ended up um put it blunt one ended up like cheating on me and the other one uh was just not a very good person and so these two people hit me up within like the same three days and i was just like this is just (laughs) mad like i haven't heard from these people in like maybe two plus years what's going on so anyway I ignored I ignored the messages I ignored, ignored it. and then um, I was washing up one day and then the chorus came into my head I keep getting wrong boys attention I was like oh my gosh this is this is it so I, I finished washing up and I came up with the chorus and then um, it just kind of happened from there and I sent it to some of my my musical kind of mentors and they were like okay this is this is a single and uh, it just kind of has been waiting for its uh its time to shine. I guess.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, interesting, you know. Because I, I was like, you I was imagining wrong boys' attention as a title. I've never had any title like that. But then I was, <laughs> I was like, yeah, we've had other titles that are also interesting. But I was like, you know, I was I was very curious to hear what the story is about the song. Uh, mm. so is that why you Yeah, it's fe- very literal. <laughs> so you left Facebook because it has the wrong attention? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you left Facebook because it has the wrong attention.
1: Oh, I left Facebook. uh, no, oh, you know what? Facebook is just such a waste of time. That was why I left. <laughs> it was just no. Seriously, I was uh, actually I turned minimalist at the time, and I was just like, I have too many people. It same same thing. I was going through this transition of I want to keep my personal life separate. I want to keep my music life separate. And so I just unfriended everyone on Facebook, literally everybody on Facebook and no friends, deleted all of my pictures. And then um, by the end of it, I was like, okay, there's no point in doing this anymore. And so I just uh, quit. (laughs) (laughs) It's too noisy, too noisy.
0: Yeah, then you went over to Facebook. You're on Instagram now, right?
1: I know. I I was so good before. I had like a six-month break and I was like, oh, I don't need Instagram. And then I realized like, neon she is such like a visual project and i was like i have to i have to get back online especially in coronavirus right how am i going to advertise my music um without some kind of social network yeah um and also last just last week i've been convinced into getting tiktok so now i'm on tiktok as well (laughs) everything's slowly uh coming back into my life i think
0: you know, I, I was fighting TikTok until, like, until the 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 team that I work with kept on insisting on that. I said, okay, even if I start that up, I'm just putting interviews there. I'm not doing nothing like dances mm. on there. Mm.
1: <laughs> yeah, so many dance videos, right?
0: I just can't keep up. I just don't know how these people do this thing.
1: Yeah, right. There's so much energy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so much energy. And I think they take so much time to edit all these things. I don't know if I can. I have that. I, I'm patient. I have time. I mean. But to do
1: right a, I know to, you have no time so for you to be like editing little five second clips as well <laughs> oh nah
0: <laughs> they, do to, no, they, no, no. they do so much editing on that that sometimes I'm like I can't keep up what how do you have like a, you know they
1: gotta have like a schedule right they gotta yeah. have like a social media schedule and like plan it out like you would like a, like a music video or something
0: thousand yeah. percent I'm like I don't know how you guys yeah. keep up but anyway yeah. we are here it's you know? a skill. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, you know, but you're 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 always online. I'm like, no, I'm there when I'm putting stuff that I'm working on. I'm just not there when I when when we when I when I meet people in public and we are having conversations. I don't even touch my phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: right. That's really important. Yeah, for sure. So it's mm. it's
0: quite it's quite challenging these days. So what do you do on TikTok? What do, you, do you do the dances? What do you, because you, you, as no, an artist, I as an artist, mean... <laughs>
1: I actually, I learned the um, the BTS dynamite dance not that long ago, and I've been kind of tempted, should I put that online? Um, but no, mainly at the moment, I've just been kind of introducing myself, um, just kind of, you know, putting pictures of my studio, and uh, I posted uh, the Tokyo Skytree today, because uh, I was over there this afternoon, just kind of little clips of my life. Um, as uh, you know trying to keep it musical though as, uh, as I said before
0: mm. and, you have, and you have a nice studio too I've seen the pictures on Instagram too
1: oh, thank you so much <laughs> yeah
0: yeah that's so that's interesting so Wrong Boys Attention that is coming that is out right now guys you can go and check that out on any of the DSPs it's available for you it's coming from Neon She, and you can go and support all the other projects that she's had out okay uh, so you know the album that is coming out when do you have like a date do you have a title for the album
1: yeah, so uh, I'm not gonna tell you the album title just yet. Um, <laughs> but um, so three singles—they're gonna be out every single month. I actually just, uh, literally today, we uh, put the date out. Uh, well, uploaded the song for the next uh, the next single. Uh, but more about that uh, in a couple of weeks. Um, so yeah, one single every month, three singles, and then the albums.
0: Yeah, so the guys can yeah. figure it out, figure out the month. They just count three singles, yeah, three months, album, and then the album. So
1: maybe, maybe like three, four, five months. It it all depends, right? It depends on how smoothly everything goes and the amount of content there is to release. And but um, yeah, that is that is the deal. Yeah. Three three songs and an album.
0: Yeah, it's so, very exciting. So about this project, she As we get to, uh, as we get to wrap up, you know how. Mm. What has been the best part of, you know, you handling this project and and bring it back to life? Bring it to life, mm. sorry, not back to life. Bring it to life. The Neon ship project, the whole package. What has been the best mm. part for you so far?
1: You know what? There's so many great things about this project. I really feel like I'm having the time of my life, even just... Uh, doing the simple things like putting really fun makeup on, like I, I hardly ever get a chance to do that now because like we're all you know we're all stuck inside, so it's so nice to um, be able to like make myself like look really fun and creative. And part of it as well is like meeting new people. It's been such a pleasure to meet you, Mark, today, and it's been so great to meet people all across the world. And um, I think the biggest thing for me is just the fulfillment of having music that i truly truly love out stuff that i've really put my heart and soul into and not really worrying about you know will people like this and what do i do if they don't like it's just so much more about my personal growth as a producer and as a songwriter and just trying to trying to constantly make things that i'm really proud of yeah so so many good things but i'd say that's that's the summary
0: I have, and all the music i play is because i like the music i don't get into the mm. music because i don't like it and which is even yeah. how, how we got introduced is through music and
1: mm. it's, it's yeah uh, right and you know mark i was uh, i was watching uh, listening to your show before this and what i really loved was just the diversity like um i was doing my makeup while listening to your show and i was um thinking about how you've got a really great way of taking all of these different tunes uh like i think the show started with some very like chilled out music it was really nice and then just slowly slowly like the mood built. and um, i ended up shazamming some of the tracks as well <laughs> they're really great um but it was just great how you could merge like all of these really great genres uh very different genres yeah. but somehow kind of keep the mood yeah, uh continuous keep, yeah it keeps like it's um, the same thing right yeah, it was blended really, really well, and I it was just really it was really uh, showing just uh, what a vast range of like genres you have on your show. I thought that was really great that you do that for so many different types of artists.
0: No, thank you, mm. uh, thank you. Very yeah, yes. really good. That's that's you know that's I've I've lo- I've loved doing that so much these day the the for the last probably because I started doing like entirely indie artist music probably like mm-hmm. now it's a year and months
1: yeah it was really really telling i really i i really appreciated the um like i said like the vast genres and how you had obviously very much thought about the mood of each song and what section of the show to put it in and you know what songs go next to each other like it was just um yeah a great kind of blend and a great great kind of continuous uh because you didn't really talk much either you gave me a lovely shout out by the way thank you so much for doing that <laughs> um that was really appreciated um but in general like you kind of you introduce the songs and then you kind of let the music speak for itself which is just um that was just really nice yeah yeah really great
0: no, th- no thank you we save the talking for this that's why we, we we end up doing doing the extreme bpm and then we have you know the artists mm. talk about the music so that they can get familiar with the people that have been listening to them or the people that like the way you listen to some songs there are people in there I, I, you know i've loved Doing this so much that there are people that have met and collaborated together just from listening to the show. Then mm, someone says, "Oh, I like grand. so I like this person," and then the person or oh, the they end up connecting, and then you find them working together on projects. And I'm like, "Well, that's that's good to see when you see people doing that." Mm. And you know, yeah,
1: right. And everyone that you do are like independent artists, right? So it's it's so 100%. much easier to yeah, it's so much easier to connect with people like that. There's no kind of like uh, crazy wall, no. kind of uh, you know, it's so much easier to connect with people. Nowadays, which is so important in these times, right? Like, it's more important than ever to just meet musicians and people who share similar interests.
0: Yeah, who work mm-hmm. on music because they want to work on music, not because it's a it's, it will be a good sale or a good fit for you know.
1: Yeah, of the... course that would be nice, but yeah. that's not the reason we do it.
0: <laughs> exactly. Oh, no, no, no. You, you see, the thing is, if, if if people you look at even back then when people used to make music because they of respect for each other, you know, mm. it it become it ends up becoming big. And works mm. for them as you know because it's a business but then mm. these days now it's more of connect through email and connect through this and even you don't even know the person <laughs> at all you're talking to even people right. that are not going to make the song and whereas yeah. the, the person that makes the song is seated somewhere and then they're bo- mm. boozled with a new person oh work with this person it will be a good fit <laughs> mm,
1: for sure i mean definitely there's there's room like i have people uh who help me and um, I think that's very useful in the sense that I can really focus on the creativity, but especially when working with other musicians, like I really, I always want to kind of connect and I, I send lots of like voice memos and just try and like, cause especially all over the internet, right? Like I, I've been working with people all the way in Mexico and um, you know, it's very difficult to like, you know, they're like, Oh, we can be friends, but like, it's hard to do that right so it's you have to try and make as much human connection as you can just over the phone yeah um but you know it's just the world we're living in right now and people adjust and um there's definitely pros that have come out of it for sure
0: thank you so much for hanging out with me so what guys what we are playing next is uh uh, wrong boys attention coming in from neon share and it's a new single out now you have to calculate that there will be three more singles right
1: Ah, sorry this is the first single so two more singles so two more
0: singles yes that is two months Mm -hmm. that is a single each month according to the plan and then the album comes out so the title of the album we don't have that yet we shall get probably in due time we shall get that and then how can people find you on socials and all that if they want to connect with you
1: yes Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I'm on Instagram, just got TikTok, and um, yeah, please go check out my music on Spotify. If you don't have Spotify, I'm I'm basically everywhere else, and there is a SoundCloud as well under Twenty Three Unified Frenzy Records. So you can find me there as well.
0: Uh, and you just opened up a Facebook page right now. I'm kidding. She did that <laughs> 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 Never. <laughs> so thank you so much for hanging out with me, guys, on the Extreme BPM so list. Let's, let's play Wrong Boy's Attention coming in from Neon Shiguan go and check out on social media and uh follow her and stream the music that's the that's the best you can do okay if you want to support her go stream the music on all dsps neon she and the song is wrong boys attention we shall be back next week guys the extreme bpm on EJAS radio